I'm going to make a drink while we start this thing. Beauties of working from home. We welcome you to episode Taylor, two. I don't know if you like this <laughs> What'd you say? It's a new episode, but it's the, the same old story as last week. This is going to be an adventure for me. You know, it's a really hard job being the point guard sometimes. I'm Luke Near, your host. You're listening to the ACC Basketball Degenerates. I don't know. I don't think I have a wing. I don't think I have a big. I don't think I have a two guard with me. I've just got two bench warmers. i got two walk-ons with me who better get their acting gear. Mike Jaffe is on the line alongside Taylor Pilkington, who's mixing himself a drink uh, instead of watching Gonzaga and West Virginia. How Shame on YouTube, but good evening. Don't enjoy that intro, Luke. If anything, I'm a Mark Vital-style energy defense rebounding monster. Well, you better come with your guns loaded today. Wow, and I, I hope I hope Mike has them because we have a lot to talk about concerning uh, who's bad in the ACC. I mean, that's going to be the theme of the episode. Who is not good? And I've got a ton of names. I've got a lot on my Everybody. list, just like Ch- Santa. I mean, I'm, I don't have to check it twice. Luke, Luke, just... Just last episode, you said that you were going to have no negativity. You were like Mr. No Negativity. You're telling me you're going to start off this pod, this pod, by calling out a couple bench warmers, and then you're also going to talk about who's bad in the ACC? Come on, man. Where's where's the consistency? I just said That's no low, COVID Luke, negativity. On. I'm not doing COVID negativity. I'm still going to be negative about how teams play oh, basketball. Oh, it's just COVID. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's just COVID. Yeah, I'm only You're good vibes when it comes to the virus. To be your old salty we're, we're positive pricing. about the global pandemic. We're just negative about ACC basketball. Do you want to start with how I was right about Duke? <laughs> or do you want to start with how I was right about Clemson? Or do you want to start with how you think you're right about Virginia, but you're wrong? Where do we start? Oh, man. This sounds like a right nightmare. In. It's... It sounds like a nightmare. Let Let, me, why don't we start it with why don't we start with Duke? Okay. Um, they can't shoot. Right. So they turn the ball over. That's true. Matthew Hurt mm-hmm. is the leader of this team, apparently. Unless Jalen Johnson emerges. I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping that happens for Duke's sake. But man, that was ugly. And Michigan State, I don't believe that team's all that good. I mean, you guys can disagree with me. You can say, oh, Izzo, oh, March, oh, physical, oh, Michigan that, State, but... oh, let's hear it. Go ahead. I mean, there, Wendell Moore might be the worst player in the ACC <laughs> where, in a position where you need to be very good. I think it's um, followed quickly by Kihei Clark needing to also be like – he might be the second worst player in a position where he has to be very good. Um, Wendell Moore. Wendell Moore. He's been terrible. I, terrible. What am I going to say? <laughs> Both of them. They've been awful. <laughs> he just looks absolutely lost. Um, you know, when, when I came on your radio show, was it just yesterday? Was it just yesterday? Yeah, we had a phone issue. I'm sorry. You got cut off. Yeah, that was that was upsetting. I was about to get into my, my Duke well, Let's hear takes. it. I want to hear the uh, hot takes. This was before the well, Chavitz Classic. I mean, yeah, this was just before Michigan State, I guess, was was when we were talking. But um, yeah, I mean, I think Goldwire is actually playing really well. I thought that he kind of single-handedly gave them a fighting chance in the second half of that game um, against Michigan State, and I think that um, I think he's actually looked pretty good. But but everybody else, not named Jalen Johnson, has looked uh, pretty putrid. I, I think that Matthew Hurt has had some moments. Um, you know, I just love that the, all the talk in the offseason was about how he had put on 15 pounds. I think he looks like all a of it bowl. is in the goatee. 
all of it's got to be in the goatee, right? It's been lost. That weight is gone. Uh, I mean, he looks like the it's, same guy from last year, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's savvier than I remember him being. I mean, he's a little more a uh, little more fluid. I thought he was really good in the first half against Michigan State. Um, he kind of had like a little. Uh, Sam Hauser moment where he kind of came out and scored like eight or 10 right away at the end of that first half uh, to kind of keep it close. But I, I disagree with, uh, with your take on Michigan state. I think they're very good. Mm. And I think that Joey Hauser is a perfect fit for that squad, man. How many threes do they throw up that hit the backboard though? That's just not a good sign for me. I mean, I'm not saying they were Stanford from earlier today. I don't know if you watched Stanford. I, I don't know why I put myself through that game. Well, I know why. I mean, you guys all know why I put my, myself through that game because I was shorting Indiana and I, was, I made a I mistake. Was say gambling. Exactly. Taylor, you have no idea. <laughs> I have been in front of the screen. I've been in the lab. I have been in the trenches, in the war room, in the command center for probably four days straight. And I couldn't be happier. And I'm going to go, once we finish this, I am I mean, this is going to be a short one. It's going to be about an hour because i got to watch the Baylor game, okay? I'm sorry. I have priorities. Oh, okay. Okay. How, how great is it for us that uh, a short one is about an hour? Mm-hmm. This isn't going to be a <laughs> double-hour episode from last year. We've done them before. We've had two-hour specials. Generally, our season premiere is two hours. Oh. But you guys I, couldn't let oh, out a sentence last time we recorded, so we had to cut it at like 55 minutes. I saw Matthew Hurt's new goatee, and the first thing I thought was like, I have to write something down. I have to document <laughs> this moment. I was like, I need to text Mike and Luke. I need to say something about this. And I, I, I have nothing. I just, you know, I don't know. his. It's funny you say that, dude. I wrote, I, what I wrote down is he's gone full Duke. You know, he's like, now he has the face of like a hateable Duke player. No, he's got like, the face of the mascot. He's now in it. He's got the logo that Blue Devil has a goatee. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's the only point. point. That's a good point. Yeah, I know. Look at you. You know what? They they pay you well for a reason. You're well researched. Well, thank you. That means a lot. Back to Duke, okay? Like a silent movie film villain. Can Shashevsky <laughs> fix this thing? Can he figure it out? I think he can figure He's it out to get them to fifth in the league. I don't know. He's spending a lot of time uh, tying young girls to train tracks and then waiting for the train to come. So I don't know if he's going to have time to figure it out. Wait, what are you talking about? It was a reference to silent era film, just, Luke, in which that is a classic setup. Oh, okay. Mike <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's fine. So he's he's waiting for me, right? He's lying in wait. No, I mean, well, I, I don't know how you can watch that game and not think that Duke is going to have some issues this year, especially Luke, with other Luke, teams. Mike needs you to pause real quick. Mike needs you to pause. Okay, that's a fair analogy. And we're back. You know, we had to take a little bit of a hiatus because – Mike had to teach Taylor how to use his microphone, but we're, we're back into the conversation. We were wrapping up on Duke. I had nothing else to say. I don't know. Do you gentlemen have anything to add? Are you worried? Are you concerned? I got, I got nothing left on Duke. I'm very worried. I mean, I'll say that. I, did you say at one point in there, did I hear you say that they'll be lucky to finish fifth in the ACC? Fifth, fourth. I mean, Louisville's better than that team. Virginia's better. Florida uh-huh. State's better. I think North Carolina's better. Yeah, I the North Carolina Duke game. I think how you many might threes right. are going to be made in that game. Over under seven, uh, like ten. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking oh, of North man. Carolina, let's talk about this team, okay? Um, they they skated by a really bad Stanford team after blowing the doors off of UNLV, who is atrocious, by the way. And Stanford apparently is bad too. So heading into the Texas game, I was thinking, man, maybe Carolina's a little bit outmatched. 
But, you know, it's all about matchups. You can't read too much into a team like North Carolina not performing well against a team like Stanford, who I think is vastly overrated. So they head into the Texas game, and they just look completely lost on defense in the first half. They're getting shredded. They've decided to do this, I, I don't know, form of a, we're sort of going to press, we're playing in transition, but when the other team gets the ball, we're just going to leave guys wide open under the basket or in the corners. How many open corner threes did Texas have in that first half? It was just a clinic. Not a clinic. It was just a, a free-for-all. And then they made adjustments in the second half and came back nicely and owned the glass, which is going to be their formula. And they brought it all the way back. They finally took the lead at the end. Did I have maybe Carolina plus 325 in this game? Maybe. Did it work out? No. Oh, wow. They, uh, they ended up uh, falling by... A buzzer beater, a practical buzzer beater, losing by two. Did you guys watch any of this game? I really oh, watched yeah. the first yeah. half. Yeah, I watched it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, North Carolina started slow, you know, it seems like every game to start this year. I mean, they were down, what was it, 13 nothing to UNLV to start that game. Um, they were down 16 in the first half here against Texas. Um, you know, and it's not a team – that seems like it can really come back just because of what you mentioned, their shooting woes. I mean, you know, they were one of nine for three in the Texas game. I mean, they do play with pace. I thought the bigs played well for North Carolina and played well, you know, throughout their time in Asheville. Um, But yeah, that that love RJ combo, um, you know, I, it's not it's not a shooting squad per mm. se, you know. It's not not a shooting squad. So if, if you're going to rely on the bigs, they're going to have issues stretching the floor. But defensively, ooh, I don't know, Luke. Look pretty stout to me. Look pretty well, stout. Well, in the second half, did, the first half was was problematic, and it was strange to see them in a track meet and they were getting blown out in the track meet. And then when the game slowed down, that actually suited them better. I've never seen that with the Carolina team before. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I thought, um, and I love the uh, the end game shot there. It just, you know, really spoke to me about it. It was like a Kemba Walker Big East tournament win, you know, where he like Soft broke also. the pit guy's ankles and then the jump back, the jump step back. Oh, it looked just like it. Mm-hmm. Soft rims, even though we're not in Maui, but it was the Maui Invitational. <laughs> Brought to you by Camping World in Asheville. Except out there. Taylor, I know you have some yeah, thoughts on that, that whole setting of the Maui Invitational because it's something that's dear to both of our hearts, and we need to go next time it's there. I have a, a place for us to stay in Maui for free, so oh. you just have to take care of the airfare and the tickets, or Mike takes care of the tickets, you take care of the airfare, I just get a free trip. Does that sound good? I'm going to take a cruise <laughs> and end up there. Well, okay, we'll row your we'll row your boat. We'll do that. I, I I'm okay with that. <laughs> No, I'm really not a cruise. Dude, I love I love that you've gone from like salty man to start the show. You know, now you're like offering up free places to stay in Maui. I mean, what it's a turnaround. I can do. I mean, we all stayed up in West Virginia for the NCAA tournament that one weekend and you booked everything. So I I think I need to, you know, reciprocate. Yeah. Nah, Luke, yeah, let me just tell yeah. you. It's kind of like a gift to Mike. As someone who all of my travel is booked to my Mike, it's kind of it's my gift to him. He likes being in charge. He likes doing it. And I like having it all taken care of for me. It's fantastic. You know, it all works out. Do you out. know? All right, other ACC thoughts. Yeah, Rudd's yeah, right on down. Do. Do. 
Wait, can I ask you one question before you move on from the ACC real quick in the um, no, Maui Invitational? We have a lot to, um, moving on from the ACC, we've, we've talked about two Carolina, teams. Carolina, you mean Carolina. Well, no, no, no. I mean, before, you move on from, uh, before you move on from UNC, I should say. What is, what is your thought on the, you know, I know you're a man in the media. What is your thought on the announcers kind of like being what they were remote, right? Because they couldn't fly them in. So you have like, you know, Alexander, Corey Alexander with like yeah. his huge like castaway beard. You have Bill mm-hmm. Walton totally unhinged Stoned. You know, points in that. He's been off his no rocker. Care. Yeah, his his aviators his, on just like covering up his, about the smoky his mountain mushroom eyes. community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a real community. I mean, what what are your thoughts, Luke? Do you, would you just hate that, or would you kind of enjoy, um, you know, calling a game from that setup, like your? I've like already your done room? one. I've done one thus far. I've called a game from this very oh, studio really? I'm broadcasting to you from. It's actually nice when you can control oh, wow. everything. For me personally, but I mean, these guys have they have a an army of producers and everything else. I think they should be on site because didn't we just have an issue where they blocked out? I don't know which feed it was, and Holly Rowe had to take over play-by-play duties. For goodness sakes, didn't that just happen? I saw that on oh, Twitter. I, I miss- could be wrong about that, so that that would be my reservation. Somebody's just like, get to Asheville. It's it's not a bad place to be. What's so wrong with going to Asheville? Okay, a- Asheville's a-, a great place. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like, how do they get them here, right? Are they going to fly them all private? And then, you know, I guess they can't fly in commercially because they'll be worried. This is what I I was thinking about it also. You think about it too much. You think about it too much. I mean, how long is your beard right now, Mike? How long? Can you see? We're on a video call. You can't see. I mean, right now it's... uh, No, I'm on video. You guys are not on video. If you run your fingers through it, it doesn't get over your fingers. You know, it's just a taste. It's like, um, it's not a shag carpet. You know, it's just like a, mm. like a medium carpet. Every, <laughs> it's astroturf. Let's call it every that. day. I think about running my fingers through Mike's beard. Taylor, how many haircuts have you had? <laughs> how many haircuts have you had since March? This is a great test. Uh, I would say I have cut my own hair. My wife has cut my hair. And that's and I've kept it trimmed up myself, you know, uh, around the ears and stuff. What do you think my over under is for your I, number of haircuts? Yeah, mm-hmm. take a guess. I, don't know, I saw you pen, the other day; you. and it was way longer than I had ever seen it. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say zero. Try eight. My hair eight? grows like a weed, like a taking weed. Taking your vitamins. Yeah, I'm taking a lot of vitamins. You use a floby. D. Are you a floby man? A floby. Oh, no. No, I'm not a Floby man. Just an old man with his magnesium supplements over there. Taylor, if you knew what I... I put liquid gold in my body every single morning. You should try it, too. Okay, back to the ACC. Enough about us. Who cares about us? Is that a real product? Should we get them to sponsor us? Um, What is it? Intramax. Take a look at Intramax, okay? This is not, not, you know... It's not medical advice, but yeah, it'll do you well. It's like a... It's like a jolt of energy just to lock into these games. I've been locked in, guys. I mean, trust me, I've had a good run the last few days, and I'm going to keep it up tonight. we got to get through this. I really want to look up and see this like, trucker speed that you're mainlining every morning, whatever, this, these horse tranquilizers that you put into your body. Oh, dude. You know, it's not cheap. you got to be careful with those. I mean, it's not cheap. I needed Arkansas Pine Bluff you know, to come through just so I could ha- have another bottle of Intramax. And we're going to talk about Pine Bluff a little bit later on because I'm what a sorry. story. Luke, I feel did like I hear you say, did, yeah, you did I hear you say Pine Arkansas Bluff? Pine Bluff? I feel like in this period you have turned into Mike. 
this I is have. like you have so much transition <laughs> to Mike watching games of like, you know, hey, this D3 game is really good. You what? guys got to check this out. Okay, okay we're going to do this now, okay? I want to tell you a tale about Pine Bluff. Give it to me. The other night, okay. I'm watching college basketball with my roommates. We're doing our normal drill, and we're just perusing over, and then he said, look at this. And he said, Arkansas Pine Bluff is plus 37 at the Kohl Center against Wisconsin. I'm like, hmm. Interesting. And then I I tweeted G-Unit to Greg Peterson, and he refers (laughs) me, obviously, to his podcast. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll weed through it. I didn't have to weed that far, but I gave him a list, and I gave him a download, and you know, hopefully it is the same thing and reciprocates. I don't know. This is all about reciprocating. And he's all on Pine Bluff. He's talking about like a Lithuanian transfer, and he said that the number's too big at 34. I'm like, well, 37, that's great. And... (laughs) <laughs> Taylor, 10 minutes into this game, actually eight minutes into this game, do you know what the score is? It's 25 nothing Wisconsin with the lead. <laughs> hey, so, sometimes you eat the bear and sometimes the bear eats you. you well, know? hold up. Well, hold your horses. Pine Bluff then finds the scoreboard a couple times. They end up trailing by 33 at halftime. But I'll tell you what, guys. <laughs> but it's you can taste it. You can taste it. It's but right I'll tell there. you what. They play the Badgers to a draw in the second half, and we cash that check. We cash that ticket. Wow. What a a story of redemption and faith and community. I mean, all of the Sharps were on Pine Bluff, myself included. And you know what? We're riding them again tonight. I I don't even care who they're playing. I think they're playing Northwestern, right? Playing Northwestern. Okay, back to the ACC. That story needed to be told. It needed to be told. We'll we'll check in on them. They got a pretty tough schedule. They play St. Louis, Baylor coming up? Ooh, I, know, right? I don't know. Yeah. So other ACC teams who were popping off uh, the page. Um, Clemson in a positive manner. Yeah. Oh, Clemson. I, tr- yeah. I told you. Clemson's been good. I told you. I, you think, we were, I think we were all pretty positive on Clemson. No, you weren't. Uh, no, Taylor, you were not. You were shorting them like like You could not short them quick enough last episode. Well, I'll just say I still I still don't trust their shooting. But I think um, Amir Sims looks better than ever. Um, he's still good at basketball, so that's good. And all their kind of like <laughs> old man game guys like Clyde Trapp and stuff are, I mean, it, it looks good for them. We'll, we'll yeah. see later on. But yeah, positive so far. What about the Georgia I mean, nobody Tech does dirty. Nobody does dirty like the Brownell. I mean, those, <laughs> that guy will win dirty all day. Uh, it, it's it's a good year for it, man. I tell you, the teams that are winning are winning dirty. So you know you, you got all this limited practice time, limited time in the gym. You know, I'm telling you, there's a lot less feel for the game. Those that are defensive minded and can drag it out and take you in the mud, those are the teams that are going to be winning this year, well, at least early on. Well, then why does Syracuse look off again? Is it just a Syracuse tradition oh, they can't be right look, the first week of the season? Here's it's just the real impossible. reason. It's because Syracuse is terrible at basketball. Well, Sidibe's out. Good. I have an excuse now for this Syracuse I mean, projection. Yeah. I, I had the excuse. Going down, it's just brutal for them. I mean, that that I feel for them. But like from the very first play in that Bryant game, Bryant came down and just like two passes, got an easy open layup, carved up the zone. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a long year for Syracuse, for upstate New York. It's going to be tough. <laughs> I know. Um, it's cold. It's um, yeah. it's definitely I mean, cold. It's just it's and, a problem. And then Bayheim immediately going to a full court press, like, you know, the, the full court trap, whatever, like right at the beginning of that game. Maybe just trying something out or whatever. But I was just like, yeah, ah, I just wanted to run great. them into the ground. That's what he wanted. He wanted them to yeah. be dead tired by the end of the game to prove a point. 
That's I really what it was. I guess it worked by like a point, but uh, don't underestimate of, the evil of Jim Beheim. might have uh, the Lujai might have the uh, Matthew Hurt. He might have Matthew Hurt beat on his uh, quarantine facial hair growth. He looks like something. He does. <laughs> Luke, what do you, what do you think about the Syracuse team? I mean, you obviously have big feelings about Bayheim. I know you've you've never liked his son either. You've always uh, kind of drugged <laughs> Joe Girard through the mud too. Well, there was. I mean, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm one of Joe Girard's biggest supporters in year two. I wasn't last year, but now I'm on his. I'm in his corner. I mean, yeah, I, you're, I put you're him like on my third team. I had him on my third team. Even though there was no third team, there was no second team. I wow. just did it because I'm, I'm me. You know me. I had to do it. I'm I'm a little worried. Right. Squeeze it in there. But they're one to know. So I'm just going to keep crossing my fingers and closing my eyes. Meanwhile, yeah, the Louisville the, Cardinals. The softest <laughs> undefeated schedule in the ACC. Did we put Louisville too low at, at four? They've got a nice one over Seton Hall, and they trucked your Western Kentucky Hilltoppers the other day. Trucked a good them. team. Oh, when, yeah. Western is good. Weston's a very good team. That was an impressive uh, performance by Louisville. It wasn't particularly close there in the second half. I like it didn't small really look Louisville. like uh, Weston was going to be able to fight at all. So if we're looking at Louisville's I mean, lineup, it, go. Let's see who's their tallest guy. I'm trying to think. Is it Withers? Yeah, Ooh, I think Withers I is know. their biggest guy, and everybody else, My- everybody's like about six seven on Louisville. Six 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 seven. My Ken Palm subscription ran out, so I actually yeah. don't know anymore. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I mean, all you got to know is that Carlick Jones is 23 years old and runs the point for them. He is the same age as Brandon Ingram, for God's sake. All right, he's a grown man from Radford. So he also looks um, like he's about know. my age. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he, he didn't even like, have to go on a Mormon mission. Looked, this isn't BYU. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, lived. Yeah. He's lived only 23 years, no doubt. But defensively, I thought they looked awesome um, against Western, and you know that's a tough team at Western. They're they're going to be an NCAA tournament team for sure. Um, for sure. But you know, even <laughs> even Carly Carly Jones just allows David Johnson to just kind of like exist without having to control the ball. I mean, David Johnson had the quietest 17 points and eight assists you'll like ever see mm-hmm. in a game against Western Kentucky. It was unbelievable. They, yeah, they I mean, allow him to just float around. It's, and Dre Davis was amazing. Luke, to answer your question, Withers is tied for their tallest player mm. at 6'8", who gets playing time. Slozinski is also listed at 6'8", but obviously doesn't play that role. So I have a good a... feel for this year, guys. I have a good feel I... for height. I have a good feel for lineups. I mean, I'm also excluding maybe, you know, the Aiden, uh, Iglehan. Did I get that right? You know, whatever. He has some great nickname, it, it, the Irish I think, Hulk. I think it's like... Fantastic. Taylor, Taylor you're 6'2", right? <laughs> What? You're 6'2", correct? Yes. See, I'm good at this. I, I'm good at looking at heights. <laughs> <laughs> For all the listeners out there, I am 6'2". Six, 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 what six, other teams two, have know? made the news? Oh, let's talk about my Virginia Cavaliers dogging it to San Francisco. Let's just go. Oh my God. Let's go yeah, for let's it. Let's do that. I, I just want to say that I was so excited after this game happened because on our text message thread... Mike texted something like, Virginia is terrible. And I got the little like preview notification for Luke's mm-hmm. response that just said, Mike, you are so wrong about everything. 
full stop. And then I can see that there's like two paragraphs of text, like, you know, just written out. This is a blog post. This is a long, this is a early 2000s blog post written out. And I just like saved it. I didn't even read it then. I was like, I'm going to wait till I'm away from the kids, away from my wife. I'm going to take some time and really savor this, this response that Luke has to Mike. It was so exciting to me. I can't tell you how excited I was. Uh, I just this was, I, and keep in mind this was like this is like ten minutes after the San Francisco game or something <laughs> like that. Like I I left you no time to heal. I'm really sorry. I'm, okay, can yeah. I can I read this to the audience a little bit like Markel Johnson poetry? Here's the text. Oh please please. Here's the text message thread. You Let's can, go San Fran. Yeah, here Mike Jaffe. Let's go San Fran. And then more from. <laughs> That's just how he starts. That. More from Mike Jaffe. Like. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Checks out. Uh, Jay Huff yeah. moving at the speed of a tree throughout the game. And then Guthrie chimes in with saying the Sabres in full meltdown mode. And then here comes the novel. You ready? That Taylor had to save for his bedtime reading. <laughs> this is from me in my own voice. Mike, you know nothing this year. Get your acting gear for the sake of the pie. If Huff played normal minutes and Hauser in the second half, Virginia wins. This was a classic Tony playing the dumb lineups. See the Statman minutes. I mean, Statman was in there for like eight minutes with McCoy. The, yeah, that lineup was just. Spot in the game. Ooh, that was bad. I know. I mean, it was one of those classic games to prove they're not physical enough. Stop reading the headlines, et cetera, et cetera. And he even mentioned that in the post game. Huff, Beekman, and Waldo were the only ones who were good. Hauser had a good second half. Clark was awful. And when that happens, it's a problem. End of text. And there endeth the lesson and the reading from our See, text message thread. In my head, I read that like at full scream, just like, in, yeah, well, you know, volume yeah. turned up to 11. Fantastic. It was great. <laughs> I was heated. Uh, Why wouldn't I be? I, San Francisco is not good. I was, I was, I regretted it at first. Now actually hearing it read back, I actually don't regret it at all. I'm actually <laughs> glad it happened. I'm glad you had that avenue to get that out. You know, like I feel like that was that was good for you. And Too I'm glad I could be be the one where you could direct that angle. It's it's cheaper than therapy. Do you guys save you, okay? all your text messages? Because I delete them all the time. You know, I, I want to. I'm a oh, clean no. slate type of a person. So you you probably track back and see what Jaffe had to say in the UMBC night because you, that you I was something else. Messages? Oh, yeah. I literally, I, I find myself at least once a day. I'm like, oh, what's the Netflix password? Let me search back to when I sent it to Mike in 2007 or something. Like, oh, <laughs> what did Luke say last year? Let me search through my text messages yeah. to find it from six years That's ago. It's probably yeah. smart. I'm just trying, you know, I'm trying to clear space. <laughs> I want, I want a clean slate. Like clear I said, clear space or what? It's a, it's like a bit. It's like a bite. You know. Well, what, like, what if you're sending text. me videos? Anyway. Oh, well, see, now that's no, the real see, reason no, you delete your text, Luke. Now you've revealed too much. I've revealed now everything. I, I see you. You sneak. You slide no, it's part off. of the motto. Don't no. tell me what's happened. Tell me what's next. <laughs> Don't tell me what's happened. Tell me what's next. Yeah, that's well, true. You know, that's my motto. I want you guys both to tee off on UVA, good or bad, you know, whatever. But the I'll just cut to Jason and say, you're both right. They looked bad against San Francisco. Jay Huff did look like he had coronavirus. You know, thoughts and prayers. Oh, stop okay. it. Oh, st- he, he, how, how can you say that? Know, he's got 11 for 12 from two-point lead. He's the best yeah, defender in the ACC. The and, night and before and the night after, or the game before and the game after, he looked great. But in this game, he looked like he was a little gassed. He, he was looked fine. a little tired. What are you talking about? Did, um, did you watch the game? No, the answer is no. He didn't watch rotations. any of it. He missed his rotations. He was slow on his rotations. He all missed the time. one rotation, and everybody's like, "Oh, that was the big three. He missed one rotation. Do you know how many look, shots he erased? Look, look, 
Okay, I'm no, the problem is Clark. Side, the problem is Clark really in this worried. game. I'm not really worried. It was a Tony Bennett classic, like, let's play everyone, let's do all this stuff, and, you know, this is the classic, like, you know, blow this and they'll be fine later. And, you know, I'm sure there's going to be an AP Press article written about Joe Harris driving to Tony Bennett's house from Brooklyn and talking about the San Fran loss or something like that, you know? <laughs> so I, I think they're going to be fine. I'm not worried about it at all. Uh, so you're both right. But now Terrence. Luke, tell other. me what you saw. Tell me what you saw in the same. Was it who they play? Saint Francis, whatever Catholic school they beat oh, up on. Well, you listen, what did you see in that game? They went back to sides. They went back to mover blocker emotion because they were trying out the five out offense the first two games of the season. They they had both of them in the pocket. I'm just waiting for continuity ball screen to reappear. I don't know if it's going to, and I'm also waiting for the triangle three in man motion little action that they run. And Shishesky, I, I can't remember what he calls it. You know, they're all. No little triangle thing. They run. You gotta uh, think they're gonna do it, right? I was waiting. Taylor, for Taylor, you have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? The the, the triangle yeah. three man thing. Uh, they're definitely got to open it up with all the the continuity and everything. Because I Wait, they played five out the, the first two games. Five around zero. Looked, yeah, and in the one of the problems was like it looked like they were like stagnant, like a little bit off. Didn't quite know what to do with it in the. Uh, what the problem San was. Fran- you can't get your best player touches in the post or your second best player, whoever it is, Huff or Hauser. You can't get Huff, right, yeah. Huff touches yeah. when you're playing five out. So that's and, why they have to mix actually, it up. I want to give, can we give some props to Sam Fran? I mean, there were some points in that game where UVA could have come back. I mean, they hit a couple big threes. It looked like they were going to, you know, maybe win by five or something, you know, in the maybe last 10 minutes of that game. And, you know, you had San Fran step out and hit the bigs, hit big threes. You know, you had um, a couple of their guards hit big threes. I don't, I don't remember their names off the top of my head, but I thought San Fran played really well, well enough to obviously win that game. But well, they did. Uh, yeah. They hit big New shots. It wasn't won. all just like UVA blowing it. It was not like UMBC at all. You well, know, they, they hit huge mm-hmm. shots, San Fran. And they were deserved to they win. played well. They did. And my guy, Reese Beekman, showed you know, well, and I'm – very pleased oh, with how he's yeah. coming along. Yeah, he looks good. He yeah. looks good. I told yeah, you. Yeah, I guess that triggers that yeah, you're right. You're right. You're all over that. That triggers my next question for you. Let's Luke. hear it. What do you are you are you worried about Kihei? Kihei yeah. Clark. He hasn't had a great start. Yeah, I am. Year. I am actually. Yeah. I think he needs I mean, to go with the Mike Scott hairstyle, which he had in the preseason. <laughs> it's better than what, whatever's happening right now. Yeah, a cornrow well, like a, a fancy cornrow, a fancy Mike Scott pattern. I mean, we it's a good mm-hmm. alumni network, you know, UVA basketball alum. I'm sure you can get in touch. So, yeah, I am worried. I'm concerned. But we'll see. I talked yeah, to he a, looks like a, I talked to a right wise now he sage. Looks like Maui from, uh, from Moana. That's oh, actually really good. That's, that's, a, really that's exactly good. what he's got those natural waves. I'm jealous. Well, he needs ball screens. Guthrie that's what he and needs. I are like, oh man, we would kill for those waves. Yeah, okay. Moana in my uh, Spotify rap top five songs, top five <laughs> albums. You know, you're welcome. Along with Rick Ross. So just uh-huh. see me in my house watching basketball, doing the Rick Ross grunt all the time. Mike, gun to your head, Michigan uh-huh. State of Virginia next Wednesday. <gasps> oh. Oh, dude, Michigan State, man. I love that they have to play Michigan State. I mean, you know, the nemesis. You know, I just, right now, you know, I just I just think Rocket is playing too well right now. I mean, I just don't know that I, I if Kihei were playing better, that's almost why I, like, wanted to lead with Kihei because I just feel like, um, you know, stopping Michigan State, especially at the point guard spot, is so is so difficult right now. And 
the the battle of the Hauser brothers. I mean, Joey Hauser is so creative down low and, you know, just being able to watch him over the past couple of games, I think has been, has been a revelation. I did not expect him to be that good. Um, but yeah, I mean, right now I definitely give the advantage. I think Michigan state's the second best team in the country behind Gonzaga right now. Wow. Well, I'll just say that's ridiculous. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I agree with that. But <laughs> Stop it, was, it, Michael. It was definitely interesting to watch Michigan State, like how he, they use Joey Hauser versus uh, UVA. Just the fact that like Hauser, Joey Hauser for Michigan State touches the ball so much more than Sam Hauser was able to, like in their best moments. Like they just get him the ball, even if it's now. Sam Hauser is a much better, in my opinion, pure scorer, much better shooter, like better does more with it. But like Joey Hauser was much more integrated into mm-hmm. the flow of the offense. That said, I will still take to answer your question, Luke, I'll take Virginia. Okay. I think and the points they're they have be points. the shooters to make them pay that Duke did not. I, I think they're going to stretch them out and it's going to be harder for Michigan State to guard them. And they don't have anybody to deal with off. Finally, Taylor. I want to present you with three oh, options, okay? I don't know if that's true. Just listen to these three options. Who, <laughs> who is higher right now? Jaffe for Michigan State at two, Ken Palm for Duke at five, or Mike Tyson? Who is the higher? The answer is Bill Walton. Like, or Snoop. Who is higher? What? <laughs> yeah, Snoop Dogg. What was Snoop? Yeah. Not, neither Snoop nor Walton were options. Do you need me like, to repeat this for you? Yes. Yes. Mike for having <laughs> Michigan State as the second best team in the country. Ken Pomeroy for having maker. Duke as the fifth best team in the country. Or Mike Tyson. Uh yeah. I I would probably say Duke as the fifth best team in the country. Okay. Yeah, you once is, again failed that in that you can't even answer it's a simple question. We're moving on. That's enough on Virginia. <laughs> Why, why, why do you, why are you so low on Michigan state? I mean, they're, they're an older team. They played together forever. I mean, they're so stout. They played together. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Rocket has not played with everybody forever. This is his first year running the point. Hauser hasn't played with anybody and Langford was out all last season. So how have they all played together forever? Langford. I mean, how do you not root for him? How do you not root for him? Come on. Talk about somebody who's had a haircut. Yeah, I know. Yeah, dude, I feel that. I had to shave it all off. Gabe dude, Brown. Haven't you know, even Gabe mentioned Brown's Aaron still? Henry, who was so crucial to that game. Who's yeah, like... Aaron Henry was crucial in that Duke game. Yeah, I mean, defensively, uh, their best player without a doubt, and you know, the formidable wing. Um, I don't know, man. Oh, I just don't I, believe even in Duke. Like that little that little white point guard they have. I don't believe in Duke. Tough. That's why. Okay, that's the bottom line. We'll Joe see. Girard the fourth. The fourth, Joe Gerard, the fourth. <laughs> skipping generations. Oh my all goodness! <laughs> I know you have some other thoughts. Should we pick games? Let's do it. We'll get to the other teams. Let's let's talk about some of these other teams. Well, I think we should do it in Virginia the context Tech of pick. Villanova. Oh yeah! How could we forget the best team in the ACC? Let's come on, the Hokies. The Hokies. Yeah, that might have even been a bigger upset than uh, the Virginia San Fran game. It's close because, you know, I'm. I'm shorting Villanova this year, guys. I don't know if I've told oh, you that. I, Luke, I totally agree with you after watching you. a couple games. Thank you. I, I agree with I'm you. glad you're on my yeah. side. So Virginia I mean, Tech Gillespie, is playing smart Gillespie this year. Comes out and... They're playing yeah, really man. smart. They're attacking the rim when they need to. And when teams try to run them off, I mean, I, I watched the USF game, just for your information. And when USF tried to run Virginia Tech off the line, they just got to the rim, got layups all second yeah. half long. And it was easy. 
for them. I just like where they are right now. Nice. And they're playing smart. And talk about nice. Mike Young. Mike and Young, baby. Their I mean, whole in team is made up of 6'2 and 6'3 guys, except for Aluma, who played really well, who's like the Mike yeah. Young brought him over from Wofford. Um, I just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Well, I cut Mike off, so I want to give him a chance before I start talking yeah. about like. Well, I was gonna say I was just dropping buckets on people. Yeah, Luma was great in that Villanova game. I mean, you know, it's interesting in the ACC. A, a Justin league... Butts. I'm just gonna interrupt you and say that. <laughs> You're just gonna keep. This is gonna be Mutz my whole thing. Great. Just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> in a league of Hall of Fame coaches, um, I, those guys, those guys look around and they say. You know, Mike Young's a hell of a coach. I've heard, I've heard Shashevsky say it. I've heard Tony Bennett say it a lot. Um, well, he says you know, it about I, Brown I now more guy, than anybody. He fits in. He fits in in the ACC. Um, Mike Young is a great coach, and it's it's great to see him have early success with uh, with Virginia Tech. Um, and I agree with shorting Villanova. Just you know, I wasn't I wasn't overly impressed. Um, you know, Gillespie had 18 in the first half, pretty much carried that team in the Virginia Tech game early on. Um, well, Robinson they were, they Earl's the best player on that team. You know that, don't you? What'd you say? Robinson Earl's the best player on the team. Yeah, yeah. Jerry, it's not even close. Yeah, yeah, he's he's good. He was terrible in that game. Aluma had his number. He looked kind of gassed, didn't he? I mean, that was their yeah, third game bit. in three days. He, he didn't quite look himself. Well, like- um I mean, Villanova is so dependent on people like going up for ball fakes and stuff when they get you in a position in the paint. And Virginia Tech did a good job of like, you know, just playing high school basketball and flat feet and staying on the ground and making them take tough shots. This is my yeah. this is my trial okay, for Does Virginia Tech sustain this? Because we had a tease last year, but this feels different from last year's tease. After they yeah. beat Michigan State yeah, last year, remember? Feels a little different. I so, agree. I was gonna no, say yeah. do you, what they were I, five and two in the ACC. Well, I've seen a lot of people say that, like, Mike Young's whole system, which I love watching when it's on, like, the ball movement, the shooting, everything just, like, spreading, the spacing is really great. And Virginia Tech feels like a team where they just, even with all the transfers and new guys, they know what they're doing. Like, they just, I felt this about Richmond, too, when they beat Kentucky, another game. They just know what they're doing. Like, there's no, like, possessions where people get confused and the ball stalls out. They, yeah, I agree. They always uh-huh. have to where everyone's supposed to be. And they know but how to attack closeouts. Do you think people are going to figure them out? Like, do you think, you know, like this is the whole like MLB thing. Like a pitcher comes in, he pitches a couple good games, and then people figure his stuff out, and then suddenly everybody's like hitting him out of the park. Are they going to figure Virginia Tech out like they kind of did last year after that Michigan State upset? Well, I think that they're going to have some games where they're just off and they're going to lose no matter what. And then they might have some games like going against Carolina where they don't get a rebound. Like on either side, the entire game, <laughs> because it's possible. Have you seen North Carolina rebound this year? Jeez, it's something yeah. else. So, well, I also saw it pointed out that they actually out rebounded Villanova, which is like even Mike Young, I think, said in his press pre in his uh, post game press conference, like that never happens. That's not us. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? And then people, you know, people pointing out the fact that it's probably because of like they didn't know they were playing each other until two days mm-hmm. before. There's no time for mm-hmm. scouting that sort of stuff. I don't know. You know, your mileage. Yeah, I was just, there. I, I was just glad that Virginia Tech was able to win it after nearly blowing it late, starting with Aluma accidentally making that free throw that I he know, banked in that he I tried know. to miss. Oh my gosh, so heartbreaking! And then you know that the great call by Jay Wright. 
the baseline charge was a great call by Jay Wright there. They almost got the call wrong on the court, and then it great gets overturned. Great call. That's the, the worst. Down. I hate that kind of stuff. He hits the two free throws. I mean, the game turns, and you know who we haven't talked about? Uh, and I, I always mess up his name. Cartier. I always want to say Cartier Diara, but it's Cartier Jara, right? Yeah, um, I like Diara. The Kansas State. The I Kansas like, start. Isn't Kansas it? State isn't transfer. Is it Jara? Yeah, it's, no, it's Jara. like Giada. Yeah, like, oh, really? Giada. I've been saying Giada. it wrong yeah, for Giada. years. Yeah, well, I can't change. It's yeah, too I late. It's I can't go back. <laughs> yeah. Now that he's in the ACC, I'll, I'll relearn it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was a big fan of Kansas State. He's a great on-ball defender, and I thought I thought he did really well on Gillespie in the late game, um, and I thought he actually carried the team. And that pass he had um, to what I thought should have won the game, um, you know, in, in uh, when he drove in the paint and then kicked it. I thought it was to Illumo or to Mutz. I can't remember who, but that, I mean, it was just a great play. I thought, I thought Cartier did DR and Jara played well. Um, yeah. And he had some issues at Kansas state when he left. If I remember, he was getting he in fights did. with the coaches. I think may have punched a player in practice or, you know, something mm. he had some serious issues. Um, so it's good to see him playing well for Virginia tech. I hope, uh, hope it continues. And side note, BD of course fouled out, which is like his like, <laughs> his, like go-to for every single major game I've I ever watched. I can't tell if that's a positive or a negative though when he fouls out for VT. <laughs> is it a positive or is it a negative? Really? Yeah, it's not, not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. That's I feel like saying. they should like you know that three hundred when they kick the people in three hundred. That's what they should do to him when he goes to the bench. <laughs> they should like put into the, the big his hole. chest. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> This is Sparta. Boom. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Later, oh, BD. Mike Young. Kick him to the bench. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just dig a hole, dig a hole in the meadow, dig a hole, dig a hole in the court. I mean, there's plenty of room, you know. You just go over to the corner. It's not like there's a lot of people in these buildings. All right. Let's look at some matchups. What do you say, boys? Right. We're yeah, saving yeah. our ACC would, Big Ten can, Challenge can thoughts till next week. Okay, yeah. Okay. One more thing. I want to ask you guys. I know you've watched. I'm, this is really a question for you, Luke. And you mentioned your, uh, what was it, Prairie View or Arkham Pine Bluff or whatever. Don't hate, man. What's the best, what's the best non-ACC game that you've watched so far? The best non-ACC game I've watched so far. Man, yeah, you know what was really good last night? I'm not going to lie. That- it was close as anything. Man, Davidson and Providence was really good last night. I'm not gonna lie, it mm-hmm. was like I was on the edge of my seat for an entire 20 minutes that second half, and it had everything. Like it had a 19 point Davidson comeback in the first half. It was back and forth, possession, possession, two contrasting styles. It was a really good game. I mean, I'm sure I could think of another one, but I, I mean, my long term memory is leaving me. It's leaving me quickly, <laughs> but I'm sure I can figure one out. Oh, um, Gonzaga Kansas was sort of a a weird shootout, um. But Kansas was hanging in. That game was closer than the final score. That was Thanksgiving, by the way, just to throw it. I mean, yeah. you guys Gonzaga, are probably spending time yeah, with your family. Yeah. Here's my insight, my well, deep insight into this. Well, I mean, they're going to lose right now. They might lo- I mean, they're losing. You oh, I'm not even watching so this game. I'm so concentrating on my job And here, Suggs is out. I mean, he might be out for the year, I think. I can't believe I'm Luke, dropping uh, these bombs on you guys right now mid-podcast. Luke, yeah, I'm Wait, trying who's, to who's do my job. Did you say here. Suggs? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he le- he left with a bad injury, apparently. I didn't watch it, but yeah, we'll pay oh, attention. Damn, that's be careful. Here, how's this for uh, a, I'm sorry a little to hear transition? That. Uh, you mentioned the Providence game you really liked. 
I'm a big fan of Makai Ashton Langford, the transfer from Providence to Boston College. And Boston College, kind of sneaky good. I'm kind of hoping they can creep out of that bottom Did two. Did you watch the St. John's game? Did you watch the St. John's game? Obviously not. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Oh. But they scored. Oh. Love St. That was. I can't believe it was as close as it was. If you just looked at that score, oh, it ended up a four-point game. Yeah. Dude, I can believe it wasn't a 20-point game. That kid from St. John's was unbelievable. The point guard, um, Posh Alexander. Oh, man, up and down point? the floor. He, he can motor. Dude, unbelievable! I loved I loved watching him play. But Boston College did look good. I agree. You know, I think I think Tabs looks good. Sheldon Mitchell kind of somehow is getting a little bit worse, <laughs> maybe. Uh, but you know, mm-hmm. they do they do have some good transfers, and I I think that they've looked good at times. The best game I watched. I'm glad you guys asked um, from outside the ACC. <laughs> the best one I watched was uh, St. Louis LSU. Now that I mean St. You know, obviously, you know who LSU is, right? This is a Will Wade coach team yeah. that, you know, just, you know, it's Watford, you know, the six, seven guy that pretty much plays point for them. Yeah, it's like backing um, Mike they, Young. It's never, uh, not not Mike Young, pardon me, Mike White. Will Sorry. Wade. Yeah, Will Wade and Mike, oh, White, Mike are, White are like the same yeah. person. <laughs> How dare you? How well, dare yeah. You? Except for the dirtiness. I, I mean, mean I, I don't know if, yeah. I don't know if uh, head coach Mike White has any filth on his hands like Will Wade does, but I don't think he does. Mm-hmm. Well, just just do yourself a favor. I mean, right when whenever we get off this pot or when go watch you, LSU. I forget the people listen, or for Say people Lewis. to listen to this, just watch on replay the last ten minutes of that LSU St. Louis game, and it is the most. It's so really? entertaining. Electric. I mean, it it was great. Wad, I believe Wadford you. was was dominant, and then um, I just got to say Jay Goodwin was amazing in that game. I mean, he had 32, or I'm sorry, it was uh, it was Perkins who had 32 points. I mean, and Hassan French didn't even play for St. Louis. I know you're a big Richmond guy from the last podcast. Mm-hmm. I tell you, St. Louis is better. I so don't think that's, so. There's my, well, we're gonna their have to sweet 16 out. team, St. Louis or bust. That right, game better not be canceled, okay? That, that, that showdown in the A-10 better not be canceled. I'm sorry. <laughs> by the way, Gonzaga just took the lead. They're up by two now with 9.29 to go. Oh, okay. nice. Turn that game on. You might want a live line, don't you, Mike? Yeah. 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 It's minus four and a half. uh, Bulldogs. Minus four and a half right now. Anyway. Okay, let's pick some games. I'm looking up pictures of Dante Calabria right now. He looks like a... I want to see what Dante Calabria is up to. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, Taylor, can you um, get Johnny on the spot with some of these spreads that we have tomorrow and the next day? What happened to Georgia Tech, Luke? That's what I want to know. In the in the I, moment I that you. I bring up these spreads, I what tried happened? to tell you. How many times did I tell you about Georgia Tech that they cannot finish in the single digits in the ACC, even if they've done it once? I don't care. They're just number eleven for me every single time. It's the easiest thing on the ballot. It's ten or eleven. I just flip a coin and Passner will deliver. But what about bad. Miami? Well, Miami hasn't been tested yet. You you saw I Isaiah Wong. Say, this is Miami the year, baby. I mean, they're playing a Laranaga non-conference. Oh. It's a little bit like a Bayheim non-conference. So settle down. Can you these calm down a little notes. bit? Yeah, I mean, these are yeah. Two those notes. guys in Florida State really hasn't even played yet either. They played what tonight, right? Georgia Tech has lost to Georgia State and Mercer Taylor. Yeah. Oh, I. I, oh, I, I don't think they're good. I just wanted to hear your take on it. Miami, they're not good. I am. And you know who's really Miami. bad is Devoe. Devoe's been. I don't care what he's averaging he's right off- now. He's been terrible. 
Anyway. Yeah. Okay. But George Stanks. He's trying to he's trying to get that pro contract. You see it, right? Uh, like he's not really playing for his team in the system. He's trying to get that second round draft pick. I agree. Okay. All right. Let me th- throw a couple of these games out Please. here. <clears throat> Good game tomorrow night, Thursday. Florida, Boston College. Florida, your seven or eight point favorites, depending on what you're looking at. That might be too much. I watched all, uh, not all, I watched about three quarters of the Florida Army game earlier today. And Army had a lead at halftime. Did you? They had a lead. No, Army was up with about three minutes to play in this one. Maybe like two minutes to play. And then Florida got to the free throw line, and that's how they manufactured the seven-point win. It felt like a two- to three-point win, but they just kept making free throws, and Army kept missing threes, you know, the final couple possessions. So that's how it ended. And they were 20-point favorites in that one. I don't trust this Florida team. So BC's plus seven, yeah. I'll take it. Give me BC. I'm with you. I generally think Florida's actually going to be really good this year. But I'm just riding BC here. I, I like. I think they've calmed down from last year. Um, hoping to get the turnover numbers down. I think Rich Kelly has been pretty good. That other transfer. So yeah, I'm all. I, I'll, I'll take the points with, with I'm, BC. I'm just waiting for the 12th. Do you guys know what's on the 12th? Florida, Florida State. Florida, Boston Florida College, State. Syracuse. And guess what? Can I tell you what? The <laughs> matchup predictor has Florida as a 57 percent chance to win against Florida State. Wow. Make a mental note to everybody. Mm. Florida State ain't losing that game. It's not happening. Yeah. Okay, the games everybody needs to I'll, circle. I'll take, Here, Florida. Hold, oh. I'll take Florida in that game. Is it five and a half? Is that what you said? Five and a half against Seven, no, seven eight, and a half. Depending on what you're looking eight. at. Eight. We'll call eight, it. I will, give, oh, okay. give me the points. BC and the points. Uh, Here are the I mean, games. Boston College is good. They're good. They're, they're very they're good. They're fine. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm still, I'll, t- I'll still take Florida. Oh, I regret it already. Okay, what's no, next? Give me Florida. No other good ACC games really tomorrow night. I mean, Niagara at Syracuse. Syracuse is going to be 20-point favorites. They're not going to cover. No, not, it's not. Uh, we'll, we'll move on. There's a The next night, uh, Friday, outside the conference, yeah. Wisconsin at Marquette. Wisconsin only one-point favorites. Here. Oh, that's hammer time. Wisconsin. Hammer time, Wisconsin. Hammer Absolutely. time. Marquette is awful this year. Yeah. That's so awesome. easy. They can't guard any. They can't guard anyone. Did you watch that Oklahoma State game, Luke? I, I tried to not. put you onto that yesterday. Uh, yeah. Give you a little tickle. Well, that was a good Kate play. Cunningham. You did well there, and you yeah, just com- was- completely failed on Western Kentucky. So, you're one for one. Well, no, one I, for two. I didn't say that I would take Western Kentucky. I said that they would be popular, which should tell you <laughs> that against. Oh, you didn't insult well, me that. Read <laughs> the text chain. <laughs> I'm with Wisconsin. We're going to turn this podcast into just us reading our text chains. For I me. cannot believe this Wisconsin Marquette game. We have to be ready for this on Friday. Read All of that us have one to be I ready. sent about Taylor in the rain. <laughs> yeah, that was poetry. Let's let's skip to Saturday, uh, December 5th. Of course, the huge game that everyone's talking about. I think you all know what I'm saying. NC State, Connecticut. <laughs> I mean, I've watched some really NC bad State, basketball. I'm going to draw the blinds in this one. I'm sorry. Uh, connect, UConn is going to be like your one-point favorite. I'm going to take NC State just out of blind loyalty and lose all my money, I'm sure. But really, okay, the real game that everyone's I'm talking about I'm taking NC State, too. They look actually pretty good right now. They look capable. 
Right. And and this is where if I'm channeling you, Luke, I say, oh, they're playing North Florida and Charleston Southern and, you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I like what I'm, I'm a the fan. Ball's going I, I on the basket. Well, yeah, I that's mean, true. the question, I mean, can Devin Daniels like put the team on his back after the failed, like, what was it? The Bryce experiment, you know, Daniels, Daniels looked very capable and has looked very capable in the beginning parts of this year. So, I mean, if he can do it and if, well, you know, Cam yeah, Hayes I mean, is, is what he's cracked up to be. And, you know, I, I don't know. Thunderbird is still there. So I believe. I don't know if this is going to hold up for the whole season, but Jericho Hellams is getting like the exact same. Him and Devin Daniels are getting like the same share of possession, same share of the ball. And they're like dominating. I mean, they're between the two of them, they take more shots than everybody else. So I don't know. It's, you know. It's it's I think a lot of it is how is Helm's gonna pan out the way people hope he is. So. All right. Is it time for Gonzaga Baylor? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, that's what I say. The real game Let's on Saturday, it. you know, is Gonzaga Baylor. This is easy. Gonzaga <gasps> one point favorites, I think. I think Suggs is out. It can be Baylor. I'm sure the line will change. Yeah, with Suggs out. Yeah, with Suggs out, I mean, you know, luckily, so lucky for Zags, they have Nebhart. So, I mean, I'm not watching the um, current game against Nebhart's West Virginia, but hairstyle? I guess Nebhart is probably... That's a hair that went crazy. He's getting a lot of run. Yeah, <laughs> you say his hair went crazy? <laughs> yeah, it went, went insane. <laughs> Maybe it's the West Coast uh, I mean, I, I actually haven't watched a lot of Baylor. I'll be interested to see how they hold up against Illinois tonight. I think, I think a lot of that people game. probably have Illinois... In the wrong, I I would be all over Baylor Me tonight too. I in am. Illinois. We're all over it. But, uh, We're picking Baylor. Yeah, I can't wait for everybody to wake up tomorrow. Just to be different, even with Suggs out, I'm going to take Gonzaga. Well, you're on brand. Oh. I appreciate that. You're, yeah. you're picking the number one yeah. team in the country. Yeah, I think after Stay after a huge Baylor win tonight, and maybe the Zags, maybe he can one out. I think they'll probably Baylor might even be favored if Suggs out. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Why? Maybe even. Maybe even. The game, I think, uh, is... Where is the game? It's not neutral, is it? I think it's in... I think it's, it's in, in Indianapolis. Oh, it's, uh, everything's in Indianapolis. Yeah. And Mohegan yeah. Sun and Banker's Life Fieldhouse. Oh, here's a question. Right. Why was the Champions Classic... Why was half of it played in Cameron and the other half played neutral? Was anybody else confused about that except for me? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I guess they confusing. traded with Michigan State for, you know, another yeah, game did. or something. Like I don't know. It, was, it was like a weird, a weird thing. It was an agreement. I think that like they're gonna get it. Michigan State's gonna get a return game, and it's basically gonna be like in the AC. They're gonna. Everyone's complaining that like it's gonna the return game is gonna be in the ACC Big Ten Challenge, so it's not really gonna like yeah. count, quote unquote. You know, it's the whole thing. The real answer is politics, and you know, Coach K carries a big stick, mm-hmm. all that kind of great stuff. How can we follow this <laughs> outstanding informational podcast on Twitter? Do you guys know how to follow this account on Twitter? Which is you can me. find us at ACC Bball Degens. Have you sent a tweet in the last? We have a Twitter year? account. Have you sent a tweet this year, dude? I thought Taylor was, I thought Taylor was strictly OnlyFans. Right? Yeah, we're, guys, I even know we're doing Twitter still. You guys know that I'm off social media. I am top one percent on OnlyFans, so you're you're welcome. Dude, I want I want Mike Cousins to guest host this pod one time. That's That'd what be great. I want. A new a new favorite pastime of mine, also Luke, that I know you'll be super excited. We can end the podcast on this note: is a uh, 
My uh, dog is wearing a diaper because she's... Oh, my gosh. Not a-